Yeah, we've got. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Morning Metro. It is May 26, 2018. Told you I would get it right. I told you I would get it right. And you didn't believe me. <laughs> it is May 26, 2018. We, of course, your host, Gertrude mm. One and Gertrude, my co host over here on the desk. Hello, Hello. Gertrude. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm hot. It's really, 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 it's hot today. Like, I don't understand why. It's just, I, I've been sweltering all day, unfortunately, and not by choice. Our house doesn't breathe. It's sad. Mm. You're probably sitting in a nice cold basement, aren't you? It's kind of warm down here, but it's not too bad. Hmm. I guess, I guess it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm sort of above you in a way, because you're in a basement and I'm, I'm in the upper office. That kind of that kind of per, 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 that that further proves I'm the CEO of the show. <laughs> you are indeed the employee because you're in the basement. <laughs> no, I'm in the basement uh, cooking up evil science experiments. Oh, oh, plotting against me. Okay, okay. So the Emperor's new group. I gotta throw this out there. You have uh, the Emperor, and then you uh-huh. have uh, Isma, the, yeah. the witch, basically. Yeah. Uh, I'm down there planning to overthrow you. Just make sure you don't pull the wrong lever. <laughs> I know. Pull the lever, Conk. Wrong lever! <laughs> 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 all right, all right. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and uh, roll this this out mm-hmm. here a little bit. Get started with a few with um, some business, business, business. Um, <clears throat> so a couple things regarding the morning match show. Um, First of all, this is the last episode of season four. So I, I, I planned this in my head and I'm trying to find it. Ah, this was going to play. Dearly beloved, we gathered here today to honor the very end of season four of The Morning Metro. It has been absolute joy to have you all listen to us on Google Play Music, iTunes, Twitch, and wherever else you, you consume media. Thank you so much for being loyal fans. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, yes, it, it is definitely the uh, last episode for, for season four. Uh, we will be starting out uh, in season five in, what, we said two weeks? So two weeks from what, yep. today? Mm, yep, we're starting back on the 16th. Which is actually a really short break, Jim. honestly, for for a show. I don't know if that's if that's conventional, but it's a short break that most definitely. But that you know, that, that's, a, that's what we got. That's what we got. Um, so uh, enjoy this episode while you can. While you can. Uh, and secondly, actually, yes. we do have some other really cool news. The Morning Metro actually now has official logos. Um, courtesy to my friend Casey on Twitter. I think it's um, Kyle Customs or Casey Customs. I don't remember exactly what his Twitter handle is. But he made us two new logos. Uh, one it just says the Morning Metro. The other one is the Morning Metro. Rant! Um, <laughs> in that exact words. Rant! Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, these are the two new logos that will be uh, appearing, or have appeared actually, uh, both on our Twitch, Twitter, um, and a couple other, probably other places I I'm sort of drawn a blank on, um, which I absolutely love. Like they're really, they're really well done. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely give the the show the the look that we sort of all imagine TMM to be, or at least I do, anyway. Um, so, and it's actually uh, I'm gonna be trying working on on a new 
Now, for those of you that listen to our show, or actually uh, that watch our show, I'm working on. I'm going to try to work on a new outro video uh, for just for TMM with this particular logo. I have to do some editing in Vegas Pro to do that. Um, and also the intro video, I'm gonna. I'm thinking of some ideas. I was thinking about in my head about how to, you know, instead of it just being that yellow text, have it, you know, feature the Morning Metro logo. So that's some news. So um, yeah. So again, in two weeks, we will be back up with season five, and also in season five, we will be streaming on the Morning Metro Twitch channel, which is Twitch.tv/TheMorningMetro. We're going to make a full-on segue movement to that channel so that means on this channel on grid 20 on twitch.tv forward slash grid 21 the morning metro will not be broadcast on here anymore we're going to move all the way over to the morning metro on twitch so if you're wondering why i don't do it in the mornings or you're you're a little bit lost uh just keep in mind that that's because we have swapped it to the morning metro twitch channel and it'll have everything the morning metro from the regular show to the rants to um we're actually even thinking about maybe having some just like some like uh like after show chatter was just Gertrude and I just talking about like the show or just random things we just came across or something sort of like a you know like an IR like more IRL-ish type talk show or something I don't know we're kicking around some ideas yeah. for right we'll now see. yeah see how things go um <clears throat> but that's basically it for the most part so that is the news with the morning metro very huge change I'm excited I can't wait to see where this all goes Gertrude any thoughts about just a quick little thoughts about this new segue excited you know what, what do you think I'm excited I can't wait to have a dedicated channel that we can make our own and be more of a brand on Twitch and Facebook and Twitter. Oh yeah, we are and... on Facebook too. I forgot to mention that we are on uh, <laughs> Facebook as well. Sorry, we're all over the place. I actually got to re-edit this uh, the video that plays on this side of my. Hold on, wait for it. There it is. I have to re-edit this video, unfortunately, which was already a pain to put together as it was. Thanks, Gertron. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll find a way. Uh, that's, find that's why, again, you're in the basement. <laughs> I'm an evil science scientist, and I, right? I I tried to overthrow you by adding Facebook to the list. Oh, oh, that's your dastardly plot. I see. Okay. Uh-huh. righty. Well, anyway, so we're gonna have to move on to what this show is about, and that is articles. Gertron, take the first article, if you would, please, and explain this. GDPR. 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 That's that's that's. That's good for some people, bad for others. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it is actually kind of interesting. So I'll go ahead and talk about it if you would. Because okay. it's been all over the place. Everybody's been getting emails about it. Let's talk about it. What is it? <laughs> GDPR is, is the General Data Protection Regulations. Basically, it sets the guidelines for the collection and processing of personal inf- information of individual individuals within the European Union, the EU. Now. It just came into effect yesterday. Now, ultimately, yesterday right being, now... Yesterday being May 25th, 2018, for date reference. Yes. Yesterday, May 25th, 2018. Thank you. You're welcome. And there has already been a lot to go on. On the first day of the GDPR enforcement, Facebook and Google have been hit with a raft of lawsuits accusing the companies of coercing users into sharing personal data. The lawsuits, which seek to fine Facebook $3.9 billion and Google $3.7 billion, which is roughly $8.8 billion in dollars, 
were filed by an Austrian privacy activist, Max Schrems, a longtime critic of the company's data collection practices, which we all know that Facebook and Google, they collect all sorts of data on us. And have like, so for quite some time now. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's it's crazy. We just kind of let them do it. I mean, yes. Now, GDPR basically requires clear consent and justification for any personal data collected from users. And these guidelines have pushed companies across the internet to revise their privacy policies and collections and practices. But there is still widespread uncertainty over how European regulators will treat the requirements. And many companies are still unprepared for enforcement. Now, both myself and Grid, and I'm sure some of you guys have been receiving countless emails countless. from several different oh my company gosh. sites that you have signed up for mm -hmm. talking about GDPR. In fact, I got so annoyed, I literally created a filter in Gmail to just delete GD anything that anything that has the word GDPR in it, like instantly delete it. Because I've been getting so annoyed. Um, now, now I want to I want to say actually I also did some research of my own as well of what uh, GDPR is, and mm -hmm. it's and it's honestly actually the only really good thing that the UN has actually done, <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> um, because. Um, <laughs> You know, when you, when you do, like, uh, phone calls to companies, uh, they're like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, your call may be recorded for, for training and learning purposes, etc. Under the new GDP, GDPR guidelines, you can actually now, it's, uh, from what my understanding was, you could actually request to have those recordings deleted uh, and they will not be, you know, held onto the company. And it also, um, and actually Firefox is already doing this too. They actually now have a feature in it in which they can actually tell you, and actually I can even like show it here on screen here, uh, that it will basically tracking protection. Firefox is blocking parts of the page that may track your browsing. You can disable tracking for this, uh, protection for this site. So, um, quite a few companies now are complying with the GDPR regulation, and it doesn't apply to just the EU. From my understanding, it also applies to U.S. companies to a degree as well. Hmm. So, oh. it's, it's actually, it's because apparently, again, from the research I did last night, I found a really good long video about it, uh, that, that basically, uh, it's companies, as this article from Poly, or sorry, from TheVerge.com said, um, it basically companies are now required to put in full display of the fact that they collect data from you and huh. they're also um and you can also you know as i said request to have your data deleted um and there's now stuff that keeps your because apparently a lot of your browsing history for those of you that, are, that use like chrome and firefox and all that you don't realize the amount of browsing data a web browser stores that websites will request that information uh -huh. when you come back, such as credit cards, street information, etc. And, um, you know, under the new GDPR regulations, I think that this covers that that data can't be either, it's either held onto or used unless you're okay with it, essentially. So it's really cool. It's annoying about all the emails we've gotten about it, but it is really, uh, really cool. We've talked about privacy and security all the time. And honestly, this, and really, this is a good thing when you think about it, because it means that hopefully, uh, from a security standpoint, means we won't be hacked as much either. Or, you know, hopefully, there'll be less hackable data. Gertrude, thoughts about that? What do you think? 
<laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, goody. <laughs> Interesting. Um, do you feel a little bit more secure now, do you think, with GDPR fully, uh, you know, being a fully, mostly fully implemented thing now on the internet? It's a, it's an extra protection for those people out there that already know how to protect themselves from mm-hmm. getting information to them. I mean, I've got enough apps running on my computer to block Google from recording my data and Chrome and all that good stuff that mm-hmm. this just is an extra line of protection for me. <clears throat> but ultimately for your average user who doesn't protect themselves... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely going to like this and it's definitely going to help them out quite a bit. And I think it's good. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too, I just thought of actually, and I actually haven't even really thought about it. I wonder if this actually is going to affect, um, smartphone devices as well. Like if they're going to have to put out like a special, you know, GDPR compliant oh, update. They already are. Really? Already Cause are. I actually, I haven't, I haven't updated my, uh, my Android phone since this came out. And if my, yeah, it says your device is up to date. So according to my Samsung Note 4, my phone is already up to date for, for whatever. Yep. So I, I guess, you know, depending on how many companies this affects, whether it's like affecting, you know, T-Mobile or whatever companies, it may either just take time or they're just going to be sitting in violation. <laughs> you know, because again, I don't know what the full extent of the, I know for, you know, European-wise, it's a pretty big deal. But as far as uh, U.S. affecting, I'm not sure how how far it really goes down to to even maybe like your smartphone device and or operating system so well being that i had i uh reset my one of my devices yesterday uh it already shows uh additional privacy issues on what do you what will you allow us to collect when before it didn't ask those questions interesting that's interesting totally is hmm interesting i as i said i haven't seen anything on my note for yet so it'll be it i'll have to keep an eye i'll just keep checking for updates see what coc of t-mobile you know is under because i mean t-mobile is not just america i think they're i think they're another i think they're in other countries aren't they mm, or are they only u.s space i can't remember for some reason which makes me feel like a really stupid user but you know aren't most end users not educated <laughs> Garchon looks it up for those of you that are wondering why there's sudden silence. <laughs> Garchon, work faster in that basement. Oh, good gravy. International. Well, I mean, obviously it can go international. It has international roaming, so. I don't yeah. know. Again, we'll have to see. We'll just, we'll just see what happens. So, um, yeah, so actually this is something, again, we can actually applaud the, the UN4. You actually did something right for once. Let's see if you can do, do some other nice things for the rest of us. <laughs> so yeah yeah please please yeah we could really use it we could, we could use a break okay well anyway moving down the mm. article train it's actually what the funny part was i think uh oh this is actually somehow oh how did this happen so apparently i'm supposed to go next apparently mm. I, I i guess the articles uh-huh. didn't articles got swapped and the funny thing was the way that the the tabs were opened now i've got to go through and find uh well this is be interesting okay well um i could talk about this because i actually did just download this um steam is now offering or, or that is has a has a thing where it's making you want to play your untouched games apparently i'm going to read off my my notes steam is now telling us what to uh, what games to play question mark apparently steam is starting a spring cleaning effort and rewarding its players to play games they haven't played in uh haven't in a while polygon.com report is saying mm. quote valve is well aware of our ba- of our bad habits 
Thanks for making me feel horrible. And its latest Steam Store mm. event is calling us all out. Dang, I didn't want to get called out, man. Dub Spring Cleaning. Users will receive a special badge in exchange for dusting off unplayed games. Uh, that means actually playing them and earning uh, trophies. Valve says that you will not only unlock exclusive badge for your profile, but also have the chance to level it up. And if you're experiencing choice overload, Valve will even pick a random unplayed game in your library for you. There's a potential rub, however. Uh, throughout the duration of the event, there will be several popular games playable for free. The full list is below, but you should try to, uh, try them out and buy them and, and then let them uh, languish. languish in your library. You may be back at, squ- uh, at square one. And the games that they mm. uh, uh, included in this list would be, ironically, City, City Skylines, which I do actually in- enjoy. Uh, Borderlands mm-hmm. 2, Don't Starve Together, Dead by Daylight, uh, Castle Crushers, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, Left 4 Dead 2, and Dirt 4, as well as uh, Ty- Tyranny. Tyrannin? I don't know how you pronounce it. Tyranny. Tyranny. Um, or Tyranny. Tyranny. Okay, I that's how okay, so I say it. Um, why Which... is Val telling us what to do, first of all? Because they want us to. Secondly, ah, 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 I don't ah, care. Ah. Like, I don't, like... I, I don't even care about leveling up my my Steam profile. Like, I don't even know what level I'm honestly at here. I guess I'll just look for my own education, but I don't even know what Steam level I'm at, honestly. Because it doesn't you really matter proud. to me. Like, people, like, people love, like, getting trophies for their profile, and I'm just like, why is this a big deal? Um, I, I'm Steam level... I'm level 7, which... Whatever. Um, I can't find mine. Uh, here's... Hold on. Shit. Yeah, he's yeah. looking nine. He's level nine. Nine thousand. But I mean, nine. but like, I don't understand though. Like, why? Um, like, what? <laughs> I, I, I'm getting tired of corporates telling us what to do. Like, I mean, well, they're not telling us what to. They're do. They're suggesting. They're just suggesting. But it's which, still... in all honesty. I don't care they're suggesting. I think it's a good idea because, you know, uh, nostalgia. It, it, can, it can play a factor here, too. You forgot about a game. You haven't played it for a long time. And then they say, hey, why don't you come back? Give it a try. Give it a try out. And so you go, okay, fine, I'll try. And then all of a sudden you realize, I forgot how fun this game was. This is amazing. And now you're happy that they suggested to you. Now, yes. There is there is that chance that they suggest a game for you to go back and give another try, and you get in there, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I remember why I, why I hated this, and I still do. I don't know. I guess kind of. I guess maybe it's on the other hand of like maybe they're thinking, well, you spent money on the game, you might as well play it, I guess, or maybe they want you to you know, at least put your money in where you bought something. But like, yeah. But then on the flip side, anything, is they're being nice. They're they're doing a good job because otherwise a person could spend thou- up up upwards to a thousand dollars on a bunch of games mm-hmm. and only ever play them for a few hours and then that's it. Eh, I guess. I mean, and then then they're like, "Well, you paid for it. You might as well get your money's worth." I say, for every dollar you've spent on a game. You need to pay play at least one hour. That's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe maybe like an hour and a half, give or take. 
in case depending what I, I i don't go for hour and a half so that's not a that's well that's not also a too number. it has to do with um that makes sense because i think it also has to do with like the steam returns thing like if you go to like for example like i had boot i had bought a rocksmith and actually returned it because it wouldn't load properly like i i literally bought it and then literally couldn't play it and then also mm ran into a community that was like oh yeah we could have helped you you know get it, to get it potentially running and i'm like i already returned it so i have to buy rocksmith again and hope that i can get it working again so that's awkward but that that was but thing. you might be able to get it at a cheaper cost now no because it's still the full price if you even if you would go to buy a game again i have to look for it to be on sale what's what's the game it's called? it's rocksmith uh 2014 remastered Rock or something like that smith 2014 remastered like, and when did you buy it uh like a month ago two months ago give or take oh what's it's the triple a title price a rock band game oh it helps you learn how to do helps you learn how to play guitar not that and how much did you pay for it <laughs> like 40 50 bucks i'm about to make you happy You're amazing. and you got it for steam right yeah guess what what go to g2a get it for like 14 bucks Nice. Except I'm that's like that's right. That's where I go to buy my games. Except I'm a, I'm a couple dollars short, unfortunately. So I'm not sure how much. But I'm, but here's the link. Yay. Directly to it. Yay. Oh yeah. Sorry about the really long link. Don't worry about but it. I don't care. <clears throat> it's fourteen bucks. Eh, cool. And I use G2A to buy most of my games when they're on sale, and I usually can save twenty five, fifty, seventy five percent. Yeah. No, that's good. No. And this this episode is now officially sponsored by G2A. Kappa. <laughs> Kappa. And if G2A happens to watch this, please, please, free game, please. Yeah. Pogchamp. Kappa. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that's that's a new initiative that Steam is is doing, basically getting back on track. These spring cleaning. So if you have a game and a couple games that you haven't played, maybe you got to go to your Steam profile and see what they suggest you should play. I don't even know where to look on it. They don't even tell you where to go look, actually, which is kind of silly, but whatever. It's it's a thing. So yeah. Um, moving on down the article train. Uh, I believe this is this better be this is a scourge. Okay. Okay, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. cool. Okay, they have the same yeah, title. Thank you. Fine. Okay, cool. Same title. Awesome. Gertrude, what is this article? So, Please explain. An Indiana small city offers big incentives to lure young, educated workers. Educated? Now, what? They need young, educated. Now, the sad part about that is there are not too many young, there are plenty of young people, but there is not too many educated young People. educated and young that that is two words that do not go together well don't get to go don't go together often continue uh, in grant county indiana prospective workers can receive up to a five thousand dollar up to five thousand dollars for a down payment and closing costs on a home and get up to 20 percent off rent through the grant for grads program in exchange for agreeing to live in the community for at least five years Hmm. Hmm. Now my thing is on that. Well, well, that's that's good for some people. I'm just like, what if you you get there? They give you all this, and then you get there, and you don't like the job. Can can you can you take the money and leave? <laughs> hmm. Um. Uh, Sorry, I, was, I got a. I have a small bit of news, really quick. A bit of a personal news. I submitted a. Uh, um, 
a team kill in Overwatch as playing as Junkrat, and I submitted to God Squad Church, and they said, um, one of my friends, I got uh, number one in their top five uh, replays that they showed on their stream. So I just, cool. thought, yeah, I just thought I that that's kind of excitingly cool. awesome. Uh, anyway, sorry, Very I'll get cool. back on track here. I just had a quick insert yes. that in there. <clears throat> um, yes. Yeah. So the program's aimed at attracting and keeping skilled workers in the country. Hmm. So but it's it's basically my my, my 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 question was if they go to Indiana, get a job there, get the little money and the mm-hmm. help, and then all of a sudden they're they just don't like the job. They don't like the job. Do they mm-hmm. can they when they leave, do they have to pay all this stuff back? I don't know. It's a really good question, honestly. <clears throat> I mean Yeah, and, and then then the the image on the website for the video is an image of an old guy yeah I mean, cl- clearly not a young person because they got a beard you What's, can already well, see the gray well, they, they haven't even decided they haven't even like explained what exactly is how young how young workers how many young workers do they want is my question like because well, you know why don't you call and find out maybe you can get a nice job yeah but what if you want to what if you want to use to move to indiana though that's my other question what if you like where you at and you just but you just want the money for the house? Then I don't think you're gonna get anything. <laughs> I think you're out of luck. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, that's a thing. Mm. Um, Gertrude, mm. would you move to Indiana for that for that amount of down payment on a house and that much money and all that jazz? No reason. Mm, nope. Just 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 no. No, it's not worth it. Cause. I like where I'm at. Fair I enough. I mean, I don't know anybody in Indiana. Fair enough. Yeah, that that's definitely fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> it's too far. It's probably hotter <laughs> than it is here. I'm already living in a swamp as it is. Uh, mm. In fact, I literally live near a swamp. I'm not even joking about that one. Um, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't do it just, just for that. I mean, I would definitely take the money on that, a down payment on the house, certainly. Oh. What you got? Hmm. You're trying to... Just taking out the temp- uh, temperature in the summer. Let's let's check that because average temperatures for Indianapolis in the coolest month in January. Oh, the warmest month. The average day temp time temperature rises to eighty five point six degrees Fahrenheit, which is not that bad actually. It's about. Mm... Hang on a sec, I gotta go check that. This, this is a definitely a uh, very interesting episode for, <laughs> for the ending of uh, TM or season 14. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Gotta have a little bit. It's 76 right now. I think it got up to around like 80 or so earlier and today. And you're complaining that it's hot? Because it's 90 in my office. You know what? You know, okay, okay. Where I live, the temperatures reg- can regularly. Let, let's actually. Missouri <sighs> average temperature in the summer. Ugh. Hottest month in the year. 89.8 is the warmest month. Yeah. 90 degrees. So it's hotter than Indiana. Wow. Okay. And the temperatures here usually feel more like in the hundreds. Hmm. So. <clears throat> Interesting. Quit complaining. Alrighty. Well, still wouldn't do it. Still not interested. Cool information if you live there. Otherwise, nah. I'll pass. Moving on down the article train. Facebook's new political ad rules could upbend June 
Uh, June 5th primaries. And I'm going to see if I can actually try to... Um, where's my buttons here? Here we go. They're attacking the conservatives yet again. Alrighty. Uh, did I read... Okay, what? Did, please tell me that I put... <laughs> I put notes. I apparently didn't put... Oh, wow. I am going to be freestyling this. Yeah. This is cool. <laughs> Facebook controlling advertisers of political parties? Question mark. Facebook has started a new initiative to verify advertisers of political parties, but it's possible uh, an a... Wow, that is some bad grammar on my part. Uh, the the effort could be... But it's, that's not bad grammar. I'm the one who fixed the bad grammar. It's possibly a an... an a an actual effort to stop certain candidates possibly, from running to running all together. Possibly, possibly an actual. Thank effort. you. Possibly. An, Sorry, Mr. Grammar over here. Well, you know what? Beforehand, <laughs> it was horrible. Probably because I was trying to write it live stop. on air. Okay, let's get to the point. So basically, um, kind of skimming the article here. Uh, let's see. What was the important part? Actually, it was actually pretty interesting. Okay. The um. So these new rules. The the rules that Facebook implemented in the United United States this week requires anyone wishing to buy a political ad to verify their identity. To do so, Facebook mails a card to their physical location containing an authorization code. Only after the candidate or advocacy group enters the, that authorization code on Facebook can they purchase political ads. Facebook began allowing political advertisers to start the verification process April 23rd. The company promoted the new process with a blog post and message inside Facebook directed at, at uh, administrators of political pages. In May, it also sent emails to page administrators um, advising them of the change, but not everyone got the message. And now uh, they are scrambling to come up with a plan B ahead of the June 5th primary elections. Okay, I, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta say something here. Go for it. The whole idea that they're actually gonna mail out a card with a code on it that you gotta type in. What is that going to do? I mean, seriously. Okay, okay, okay. So they put Sony, they put some address on it. They sent it to the address, mm -hmm. and then, then, then that person's supposed to open it up, put, take out the code, go back to Facebook, put the code in. Why don't they just like say? Well, okay, the, the company over in Russia who wants to buy political ads, but normally pays like, no, no, you can't. Mm -hmm. That's that's against the rules. So instead, somebody in America with an American address, mm -hmm. Russia sends the, the papers to them, and then they activate it, and then they purchase the ads on Russia's behalf. Whoa. What's the, how does that help anybody? What does Russia have to do with this? <laughs> uh, okay. Why the reason? Uh, come on, come on. The whole Russian conspiracy for the last election. Oh yeah, I saw t I saw Trump tweet Russia. about that. Actually, he was saying about like he's still going on about the frust about his frustration with the uh, with his campaign and stuff, and everybody on Twitter's like attacking him for it and everything. But like, well, I mean, of course they're attacking him for it because they're idiots. I don't know. No comment on that one. I my, no, well, no, okay, no, well, no, I, I got no, 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 no. I got I got a comment on that. Remember, this is in the rant, but go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Just, 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 just go, and then we'll then then, then I've got a question. <laughs> there was no Russian collusion, and everybody's still thinking that Trump's been colluding with the Russians when, in fact, it was the Democrats that were. Shoe was actually on the other foot, but that's my that's my little rant right there. Go. 
Well, and we'll ha probably have more of this on the Morning Metro rant. And actually, I'm kind of interested to see to know what kind of. I'm um, actually, I would love to see the fact information just just for my own curiosity, not because I don't believe you, but just out of my own curiosity, honestly. Maybe you can shoot me something later. I can take a look at it or something. Um, my other question is snail mail in 2018. Can't you just send them a text message? Like, I mean, site administrators have already got like some phone number. And if you want to, you know, what they should do is rather than snail mail, have it be like, okay, you want to buy political ads? Okay, give us your, your mobile number. We'll send you a code. You then do, do you know, like a, like a normal two-step authentication thing. Just, just send them a code on their phone. It's faster. Doesn't get lost. Solves the problem. Gets the, it means that they can get the verification done faster and then go back to doing what they do. So I don't understand why they're using snail mail. <laughs> um, I know, right? Send an email. An email works too, for that matter. Um, so E. Brian Rose is a Republican candidate in Congress uh, in, the Missis in Mississippi and is a primary challenger to the in incumbent rep Stephen Palazzo, R-MS. R I don't even know what that means. Republican of Miss Missouri. Mississippi. Uh, Mississippi. Okay. Mississippi. Up Missouri is about. <laughs> okay. Up until yesterday, Rose said Facebook had been a critical part of his campaign strategy. He uh and he amassed uh, more than six. He amassed. I'm sorry, amassed more than six thousand followers on his official page, using Facebook ads to target voters and hundreds of uh, hundreds of narrowly defined demo uh, demographic Demo targets. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, Rose's campaign planned to buy 500 different Facebook ads. The first batch were approved shortly before the new rules took effect. But when Rose went to buy the remainder, he received a message from Facebook saying that his ads had not been authorized. Rose filled out a requirement online form attesting to his identity at the end facebook said it would send rose an authorization code in the mail he was told it will arrive uh in 12 to 15 days by which point the, the election would be over are you kidding me i kid okay 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 so clearly like like facebook did in the presidential election they're they're ripping the republicans a new one and helping the democrats i i would i would love to find an article or proof that facebook did the same thing to a democrat now not a democrat who's actually uh, pro trump but a democrat who is completely anti trump i would love to find proof that facebook did the same thing to them it's probably out there somewhere i'm sure give or take um and there's go it goes on to talk about more of this um uh more of this article and stuff um but uh just uh, more things that facebook does that's stupid in all honesty just just let them buy the advertisement even if it is spam i mean just let them buy it anyway and who's facebook decide since when is facebook deciding who's fraudulent and who's legit which I'm assuming this is to stop, is to stop fraudulent, you know, ads or, or political campaigns and stuff. But I mean, seriously? Mm-hmm. I just, eh, I, I, I just, mm. uh, it goes on the article here a little bit. Facebook declined to, com to comment, I'm sure. Uh, but a, a spokesman pointed to the steps the company has taken to promote new rules since April. 
Rose said he never received any messages from Facebook about the ch about the changes. Uh, Richard Bayaten, who is a mounting who who is mounting a uh, primary challenge to Republican Senator uh, Roger Wicker R um R M S, also found himself uh, stigmated by the rules. Uh, Boy Bayatin, man, these people's names, said uh, he used Facebook mm. to target ads at voters in places where they would be too expensive for him to reach otherwise, uh, such as uh, Santa Vin, wait, South, South of Vin? Did I say it? South? I don't know. Which is part of the, uh, part of Memphis, Tennessee television market. Um, for between 70, 75 to 80 dollars a day he said he was able to reach between 60 and 70 thousand republicans in the area uh then yesterday facebook informed him he would need to verify his identification before he could buy more ads he had received a message from the company uh, two or three weeks ago uh he said he did not realize that he would be prevented from running ads if he could not follow the steps laid out in the message um mm. And for, for citing source, sorry, this comes from TheVerge.com. I forgot to send my source again. My mistake. Uh, wow. But I just, eh, Facebook, why? Please stop. It's now, annoying. Now look, at the, look at the cost differences here. According to him, uh, he's able to spend 75 to $80 a day and reach over 60, 80,000 people, whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, the average cost to run a commercial on cable TV on the primetime spots on network television, it may cost $2,000 to $3,000 per spot. Yeah. Around, and per spot usually costs around $175 on cable, which is just your, your regular cable channels. Prime Primetime is more expensive. For a 30-second yeah. spot in a suburban area, Advertisers may only spend $25 per spot on channels like CNN, ESPN, yeah, yeah. Nickelodeon, mm -hmm. and all those, those channels. Mm -hmm. But but back in 2015, the average cost of a 30-second commercial during the Big Bang Theory on CBS, which have you ever no. seen the Big Bang Theory? No, I haven't. You need to watch it. I'm Sheldon, <laughs> and you're 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 probably yeah, you're probably the other guy. Oh, I'll, I'll give you that. The other guy, okay. Uh, I, I can't even I can't even. Leonard, yeah, Leonard, right. you're Leonard. All right, continue. Thank you. Uh, but the you're average welcome. cost of a 30-second commercial during the Big Bang Theory was 300, 400, no, it was $3,444. Fine, $350,000. We'll just eat, round it up right there. Okay. Big cost right there. So, honestly, advertising on Facebook versus advertising on TV is a lot less expensive and there's a lot that needs a lot less that needs to go into it. I mean, mm -hmm. for a commercial on TV, and you gotta have actors, you gotta have oh, the camera crew. Yeah, that's a lot of work. All that all that extra stuff. Even if you're just gonna do it yourself, you're mm -hmm. gonna be the guy speaking. Yeah. You're gonna need a camera crew unless you really want somebody to use their cell phone to just because that I've never seen commercial film on a cell phone yet. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Neither have I. So it's costs a lot of money. So Facebook is much better. But it's also now making you verify that you are who you say you are just to, just to run an ad. But the problem with sending snail mail, do you have any idea how easy it is for somebody to steal somebody's mail? 
Yes, yes, it's completely against the law. And yes, there is a lot of bad things that can happen. Yeah. If you steal somebody's mail. But honestly, it's easily hackable. I mean, yeah. Via the web, it's a little more difficult, but which mail, is why no I was once suggesting they should do it. Yeah. Which is why I say saying they should do it via uh, a text message. Because it goes literally right to your phone. It's in the hands of the of the person operating the page. So I don't. I think it's kind of funny that in 2018, Facebook considers snail mail a viable option because it takes longer. And depending where you, you know, where they send it out from, if you're sending it out from California, whatever, to whatever state that they're in. I mean, 15 to 12 to 15 days is pretty substantial, honestly. And and you know, any sort of ad campaign, whether it's political and or otherwise. So not exactly the smartest thing I've seen, but I'm not Facebook, so I can't really, you know, whatever. But that's the thing. I feel sorry for everybody who's a candidate. Don't use snail mail. <laughs> mm. Moving down the article train, uh, things that other things that could be put, poten- potentially scary. Although I think this is just, I think this is just someone from Fox News who's just a, who's just afraid of really cool technology. Uh, this is actually another one by me, which is cool. Well, the Gertrude could of course take it if he wanted to, but I uh, will. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Ha! Robots, go for it. it. Go. Robots. I love robots. Seriously? Okay. Yes, they are cool. So, the Boston Dynamics terrifying robots can now run, jump, and climb. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Hopefully, these violent delights don't have violent ends. But what has ever gone wrong with a robot that's able to move, run, jump, and climb throughout history and in the movies? Robots inevitably turn on humans and kill everyone well so just well, saying no that's that's only in science fiction that that happens i have not seen a case since i understand i this the the, the 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 first thing about this article that, that annoys me violent ends hopefully these don't these these violent delights don't have violent it's just they can only do so much in their programming uh, exactly in their programming but do you know how easy it is to hack programming and change it have you heard of the smart cars that have been hacked to to you know run into things and kill their owners because have you heard of that no so i haven't these can be hacked too these have software these are computers they can be hacked and they can be turned for evil they can and they most well, then likely put virus will. protection on them duh okay Virus protection did, on a droid. Did you did, now you you put that on there, but it can still be hacked. It can still be hacked. I mean, it's not th- nothing's completely unhackable. I mean, look at With enough time and enough resources, anything can be hacked. True. Anything. There is nothing in the world that cannot be hacked. Well, then we shouldn't be mad at the robots. We should be mad at the programmers. That's what we should actually be mad at because it's not the robots that, that turned against us. It was the fact that somebody turned the, the robots against us because somebody hacked it. So it actually still comes back to human error. It does come back to human error to a degree. It depends on how advanced they actually get. Well, I mean, I'm... if we have robots, have you ever seen uh, AI? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's been a okay. while. So basically, it's when it's when robots... They they weren't like taking over the world, but well, they did end up trying to do that too. But they were basically servants for humans, and they were able to think and do things on their own. 
Uh-huh. They had their own thoughts, their own feelings. Uh-huh. And then they got mad because they didn't want to be servants anymore. So guess what they did? They, they turned didn't... around and they started attacking everybody. Uh-huh. So I'm maybe not maybe right now we don't have the technology and they don't have the intelligence enough to, you know, not do that. Mm-hmm. But consider the cell phone. When the cell phone first came out, it was a big brick. Mm -hmm. And it was very hard to use and very clunky. But now we have in this small device an entire computer that can do way more. So maybe right now these these robots don't have the intelligence to do and to turn on us. But eventually, we're going to get them to have that kind of programming. Uh Now... Now, if we if we now I'm playing a couple of videos here from FoxNews.com's website about there's a particular robot that just went up some stairs here. I can see these robots being good for if, if we can please put a good light on them. Rec- rescue operations, natural disaster operations, military uses if need be. Um, hopefully not military uses because that'd be even more scary. Um, so like. I can see them being good, being used for that kind of good, not the like extremes like, oh my gosh, we're all gonna die, blah, 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 you know, kind of a thing. Mm. So like, I feel, cause I feel like anything that like, I feel like we're afraid of technology, like we still invent it, but then we're still afraid of it. And I'm like, well, you wouldn't be mm-hmm. afraid of it if you would just, first of all, understand, understood it more. And secondly, mm. did things to ensure that, uh, that, you know, it doesn't get, doesn't get hacked and stuff. Um, well, basically, Boston Dynamics, the company known for its making its, well, quote-unquote, nightmare-inducing, although it's not really nightmare-inducing, uh, have basically made backflipping robots. Robots can climb upstairs and navigate on its own. Uh, they've unveiled two new videos that show them autonomously navigating through different terrains, including an office and a lab and jogging in grass fields. The clips released uh, Thursday detail the progress at Atlas, uh, a humanoid robot, and Spot, uh, Spot Mini, a dog-like robot, have made. Spot Mini, for example, is using cameras to identify and move past obstacles such as an office furniture um and there's a quote here uh during the autonomous run spot mini uses data from a camera to localize itself in the map and and to detect and avoid obstacles buzzing dynamics said Mm -hmm. in the video description uh, once the operator presses go at the beginning of the of the video the robot is on its own meanwhile atlas jump over the the down tree trunk isn't isn't elegant in any way an olympic um hurdler is but it's more than it it's more than gets the job done if it's uh if that isn't shocking enough spot mini continues to venture uh outside near grills walking along a concrete path that probably isn't what most people envision when they think of a fun-filled uh barbecue with friends and family uh and the family dog um Let's see, and there's a couple other things in here. So, I mean, for everything that we point out as it being bad, Gertron, can you think of anything good being used for robots that can navigate on their own and stuff? Well, they already have robots that can do good, but anything that can do good can do bad as well. But they already have uh, military robots that they use to disarm bombs and Mm -hmm. things of that nature and, and... they also, uh, from my understanding, the 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 little yellow 
Spot Mini. Atlas Spot Mini. You know, mm -hmm. uh, they have other ones out there that are similar to that, that are bigger, that actually the military use and search and rescue use in certain scenarios. Obviously, they don't use them in all scenarios. It just kind of depends. Uh, but they, they pack them full of uh, food and supplies and basically emergency supplies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they can go travel to places where we can't. And if yeah. people are with them, then they can carry all their stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, but again, I servants. I see it more so like, especially for the one that's like the walking robot or the, or the ones like the dog um, in really rough terrain after a natural disaster, or maybe after like, you know, um, uh, uh, bomb disarming, especially, um, you know, cause yes, they have disar they, they, <laughs> They already have a uh, robot that that is bomb disarming, but it's literally just like tank tracks and robotic arm. I mean, that's not really yeah. something I call like amazing. That's just that looks like so. Well, 2000. they also have ones that carry machine guns, rockets, and other weapons, and plus drones. I mean, drones are kind of getting up there too with it, with their navigation abilities and stuff. So, oh yeah. I mean, good, bad, or indifferent. Um, I mean, ultimately, the, the Japanese are still way ahead of us for robot technology. I mean, come on. <laughs> Japanese definitely yeah, got to speed. They had a girl that looked almost human talking about how she wanted to have children. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so, where it, That's what I got to say on that. Now. Now. Uh, the next article is a little more humorous and i i obviously i'm gonna go let ahead. you take this one but i'd go or, you go ahead i think I, I think this is kind of a you article go ahead and take this one go ahead Enjoy man's it. handmade knit sweaters of famous landmarks are winning over the internet and this guy looks weird but okay he looks like someone from one Seinfeld. man is knitting his way <laughs> through the world's biggest landmarks and the internet can't get enough Samuel Barsky of Maryland has been knitting sweaters since 1999, but it's not his knitting prowess that has turned the 43-year-old husband into an unexpected social media phenomenon. It's his sweater designs. Barsky's free hands draws and then knit sweaters of famous landmarks that he then poses in front of the actual landmark. Hmm. Like we see here in Times Square. He's Wow. Okay. Have fun with that. But Barsky started sharing his love of homemade sweaters online in 2013, he told Fox News, when he discovered that Facebook had different groups for all different interests, including, knit, including knit, knitting. Barsky then started routinely posting pictures of his sweater selfies and instantly became a big hit. Since then, he has amassed a social media following of over 26,000 wow. on Instagram and 7,000 on Facebook, who are loving the famous knits. Wow. Okay. And this this is one of the ones that really blows me away. When I remember that you do these freehand, I couldn't do this so clearly with a pattern. Absolutely amazing. One fan wrote on Barsky's sweater of the Golden State Bridge, which earned twelve hundred likes. Dang. Aha. Now I'm kind of I'm gonna go ahead and take a quick look on that one right quick. I'll go ahead and huh, continue. That's oh. a pretty good one. Uh, okay. He told Fox News he decided to create landmark sweaters after seeing a picture of London's Tower. After first knitting a few sweaters with generic scenery, I saw a picture of London's Tower Bridge and thought it would make a great sweater, he said. Okay, so 
this is great. But uh, could he look any more weird? <laughs> he looks like someone from Seinfeld. Let's put it that way. He looks like someone exactly. from. He looks like a Seinfeld character. He does. It's he it's does. kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, uh, the knitting enthusiast has reportedly made a total of 119 sweaters from his travels over the years. Time uh, reported, and his fans should be happy to know he has no plans on stopping. Uh, he might even roll out some of his famous sweaters for the masses. Uh, it is a career for me now. I have made a career out of knitting uh, events, and I am planning in the future to have uh, them mass produce uh, to write books on the topic and a lot more. He told Fox News. The man loves his sweaters. Man loves staying warm. I I understand the whole knitting and wanting to mass produce them, but writing books yes. on the topic there and then be a lot knit. more. How much more can you actually do? Yes, the knitting, amazing, great. It looks amazing, but a book? A book? Yes. Why? What what's gonna be in this book? Probably all the photos he puts on Instagram? Question mark? How he knitted or how he made some of this stuff? Question mark. Um, Not very interesting. Well, to you, I would to rather you watch a YouTube video about that. I mean, to you or me, perhaps to someone else, you know, maybe. But um, the, to the uh, the 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 the, the seven thousand Facebook followers and the where to go twenty six hundred twenty six thousand on Instagram. Yeah, yeah I mean, to them, to them. I, yeah, and it's great. Yeah, I mean, they like he it. That's did, cool. I just thought it was a fun article. I didn't realize you were gonna be so. <laughs> I don't know whether you loved it's or hated great. it. I don't know if you loved or hated it for the air for a second. It's kind of uh, I don't. I don't mm. Anyway, it's great. But um, yeah. So man loves his sweaters. He looks now. I went. He now. There's one of him in Hollywood, and Cali is hot. I wouldn't be wearing a sweater in California. Uh-uh. That looks like a really hot outfit, like a really overly warm outfit. Sweaters mm-hmm. are usually generally really, really warm. Unless you went during the winter, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, honestly. But, okay. Cool. Uh, it's, it can't be the winter. I don't see a speck of snow, and it's too no, bright. No, I know. I, yes, I, <laughs> I didn't realize that, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. That's ah, all good. But, but you, uh, know, you know. Thank you guys so, yeah. so much for um, listening to the end of the season. Four. I'm going to put some clapping in here. Uh, we want to thank everybody who has stuck with us through the three seasons, now four, of this show. And we thank you guys for your article submissions and chat participation. Everything really means a whole lot to us as as two nerds on the internet and uh, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to, uh, again, also thank uh, Casey for the design of the new logo, which will be implemented a little bit more in season five um as well and all the people who emailed articles to us we really really do appreciate it and i'm gonna head and see if i can unlock the phone that plays the outro and see if i can get this working properly but uh thank you guys so so much again for listening and and watching the show uh we hope you have a really awesome evening and also a really great monday obviously because remember we streamed this on saturdays because we of course we did an evening edition of this show so that kind of was a little bit awkward but i have monday off so i'm happy well have a happy monday and your good rest of your week as you guys start off your mondays also being Memorial Day weekend, as I recall, as well, too, um, I might add. So yep. I hope you had a hope your Memorial Day was really awesome. And um, until then, we will uh, catch you later and have an awesome rest of your evening since you're watching here on Twitch and it's evening. So see you. <laughs> catch you guys later. See ya. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to the Morning Metro. All stories and articles belong to their respected companies. Songs used for broadcasts. Intro music. Retro Funky by Persephone. Remix by Sundance. Outro music. 305 by Approaching Nirvana. All music belongs to their respected copyright holders. For article submissions, questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at themorningmetro at gmail.com.